Today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight, it's part 10 of the history of sci-fi and film. I'll delve into movies like The Sixth Day, K-Pax, Minority Report, Resident Evil, Reign of Fire, The Time Machine, and Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. It's a full-blown show, and it starts now. I am your host, Randy Andrews, and welcome to part 10 of the history of sci-fi and film. Really, you know, as we've examined science fiction, and we're looking at now the 21st century, and it shows a real new influx of sci-fi coming to the forefront. What's notable, or what's maybe not very notable? The bad, which would be Battlefield Earth, horrible movie, okay book. Now we look at The Sixth Day. This wasn't a great movie. However, cloning was brought into our real world with such, uh, I'd say, animals. Uh, Dolly the sheep, because many heard about Dolly the sheep because she was cloned. The question would be, what would happen if you were a clone, and yet you thought you were the original person? How about the morality of creating a clone? What about a sheep named Dolly? Was it ethical to create such a sheep? This film really asked those deep-seated questions for science fiction. It had some great questions and deep sci-fi, but also was really fun and exciting and it had Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's not to love? So I'm going to play a suite by Trevor Rabin from that film.
In the early aughts, films ranged all over. Pitch Black, Evolution, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, Ghost of Mars, Jurassic Park 3, the remake of Planet of the Apes, the one, and one of the few films that didn't need many special effects. And that was K-Pax. K-Pax was a psychological mystery and low-key science fiction about planets, aliens inhabiting human form, and many other questions. The point of sci-fi is if you don't have special effects, have an effective movie with the deeper questions that give you some speculation into humanity or even morality or even our sense of reality and what is time and space and how it relates to everything. And what I'd like to do is play you a short suite by Edward Shermer from Capex.
sometimes films didn't remakes or reimaginings of films from older years. Uh, Imposter, Eight-Legged Freaks, which was a callback or a homage to uh, 1950s horror films. Uh, Rollerball, Simone, some of these didn't really necessarily challenge science fiction, but it brought sci-fi fans to the theater. Steven Spielberg, he directed another winner with Minority Report. This was another Philip K. Dick short story brought to life to the silver screen. Now, I really like the way Steven Spielberg presented this film, that it was, uh, it had a blue uh, filter throughout the whole film, and it made things seem like it was a crime noir, kind of like what Blade Runner was, but this was more modern, and yet also it felt very nostalgic. Uh, there were questions of precognition, uh, future police, can crime be predicted? Is there murder in the future? These questions were answered in this blue-filtered, noir-type crime drama, and I really highly recommend it because, well, it's got Tom Cruise in it, so it can't be all bad. Uh, enjoy the suite from John Williams, and it's such an excellent score.
I haven't mentioned this before, but one genre that pushed itself away from science fiction and became a horror survival genre, and that's zombie films. Mainly Resident Evil. Of course, some of this was began with The Evil Dead and uh, some of those Sam Raimi zombie movies. Uh, but this movie, Resident Evil, began as a video game and became a six-film franchise. And rumor has it that there's even more coming. This certainly dealt with some sci-fi elements. There were evil corporations, mutated viruses, there's zombies, and a lot more. And Marco Beltrami, who's known for the Underworld series, uh, presented the music, and it's very subtle. It's very calm and uh, kind of mysterious and deep-seated. And uh, A couple of the cues in the film were actually co-composed uh, by Marilyn Manson. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Another film focus, think of fantasy that's mixed with science fiction with dragons. I'm talking about Reign of Fire. It's a post-apocalyptic film, and it asks some very key moment questions. What if dragons were real and took over the Earth? What band of rebels could go and take them out? It had some very classic film references, such as Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. And it could easily have been a whole book series. And the coolest thing about it was this film didn't even take place in the United States. It took place in England. And the dragons were taking over London. And you get this post-apocalyptic flame-infested city that's like on the brink of destruction and these dragons are eating each other and that was some of the highlight for the film they made the dragons look real and they had some great practical effects to go along with it and it was so much fun and so enjoyable and you wanted to root for the good guys to get the dragons even though the dragons were super awesome And this is another film that Edward Schirmer did the score. Enjoy.
Next, we received an update of the Time Machine, and this was a remake with Guy Pierce. It asked some very poignant questions, um, probably the same that the original had uh, asked, but I'm going to go over it again. Why can't one change the past? Why would one want to? Uh, would What would happen if people colonized the moon? Or Mars, to that fact. This film brought such questions up and really let one play with the rebel in us to do better, to be better, trying to change the past. It challenged science fiction thinking with time travel with more questions about our own humanity and our own sense of morality for what we would do. I really love this film and its music by Claus Baudet, who did the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. So I hope you enjoy it.
Sadly, we come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. You can find his work at xanderscores.com. The last film I'd like to discuss is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Now this, for being the second film in this prequel trilogy, some would say it's also not a very good film. It may have some bad acting, but still, as an example of science fiction, it does its best. There's mystery involved. There's solving that mystery. There's action. There's drama. There's forbidden love. There's darkness reigning supreme that's subtle and unknown until the last minute and you realize that things are going to get pretty dark. And I really love these moments of science fiction that can truly be appreciated even for the darker tones that are included in the film. So to conclude, I'd like to give you a suite from Attack of the Clones by John Williams. And until part 11, happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you're on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps Soundtrack Alley Spotlight get noticed. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com. 